Welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and this is podcast number five, The Power of Releasing, part one. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer was already within your reach? With each podcast, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining the spotlight on your inner world, eliciting awareness and insight. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to love yourself back to life. Today I'm going to talk about the power of releasing, and I'm bringing this up because I know being truly happy can be challenging. Now you may say, what does releasing has to do with happiness? Well, I believe that releasing is at the core of gaining your happiness. Many of us are dealing with low self-confidence and sometimes without meaning to, our shortcomings can hurt other people's feelings. Those shortcomings or misunderstandings can turn into a grudge. And over time, we don't even realize we are holding on to these negative feelings We just live and wonder why we are not feeling great. In my opinion, keeping grudges feels like having a cold. When you are in the midst of a cold, you cannot think how it feels without it. You just know you feel down and lacking energy. You can tell you're running at like, let's say 50% capacity, but there is nothing you can do about it. So you go through the day, go through the motion, trying your best. Then one day you wake up and you realize the cold is gone. And then suddenly you can breathe again. So the power of releasing has the same effect as getting rid of your cold. When you are holding on to things, either like physically or emotionally, it weighs you down. I remember there was a time I felt this heaviness in my heart. I was afraid of asserting myself. I used to say, oh, I pick my battles. And let's just say that I didn't pick that many battles because I didn't want to be unpleasant. I didn't want to rock the boat. I lived on the hope that someday it will be a better day. Although hope is a powerful motivator, it is not bulletproof strategy for long-term life fulfillment. I'm bringing this up because back then I had no clue I was holding on to resentment. I just felt heavy in my chest and my state of mind matched my overall feeling of sadness. These heavy feelings in your chest cannot be seen by a CAT scan or MRI. But it's real. As Einstein discovered, everything is energy. And that weight on your heart is trapped energy. Over time, a grudge or some kind of emotional pain may be the result of an unmet expectation. This goes hand in hand with abdicating power, like expecting others to make us happy. When that person doesn't deliver, we become disappointed. If this feeling is not expressed and released, And depending on your mindset, this can turn into a grudge and may prevent you from moving further forward in life. For the longest time, I chose not to deal with my heavy feelings. I developed all sorts of defense mechanisms. My favorite one was to pretend to be happy, regardless of the situation. In the end, I shut down and didn't share anything that was related to my emotion. I stay safe in the rational, strategic mind. I tried to compensate by doing more and being busy. In a way, it filled the void. 
I lived in my head instead of being in my heart. The thing is, we are human being, not human doing. I could not fool my subconscious mind about my feelings. Some people have a grudge that has been there for so long that their whole life is built on it. Now, if you go after like fixing the root cause of it, it will have this effect of pulling the rug under your feet. The whole story will collapse. And if I had this mix, the fear of criticism or being laughed at, some people would rather continue to live pretending all is well and choose to divert the blame on others rather than looking inward. So in some cases, not letting go is a reason to justify a bad habit that a person doesn't want to address. Where I used to work, one of my co-workers held his mom responsible for all the reasons as to why he wasn't successful in life. At one point I asked, what did she do? Well, it turned out that she may have a lot of shortcomings. However, she was a widow with four small children by age 26. I asked if he had all the answers figured out when he was 26. And from that, let's just say that the subject died very quickly. And for good reason. His story about his mom served him a purpose and he wasn't ready to let it go. However, as much as I could see him using his mom as an alibi for not putting his act together, I have to be fair. I was also holding on to resentment myself without knowing so. Somehow, we tend to not speak openly about our feelings because we fear of being laughed at or not being understood. If you fear releasing because you think it might be painful, from my experience, I can attest that it's the other way around. Holding on to a grudge, it's like enduring a toothache. It just gets worse as time goes on. I know. I've been discussing in the past podcasts how positive thoughts are important. And you may be saying, if positive is better than negative, why does the negative exist? I think it exists because there's a force within the negative energy. Like, for example, my mom had a good heart and was she meant very well. However, she was very negative. She had her own sorrow she was dealing with. And sometimes her comments were very hurtful. I remember when I was a teenager, she would tell me that I couldn't do something. And I remember like putting my hands like on my hips and responded right back and say, I will show you it can be done. In a way, negativity is a form of energy. And it forced me to do something about something I didn't like. And I think a lot of things have been invented because of negative events. And this is why I'm bringing this up. We sometimes allow the release only as a last resort, when it hurts too much. And this is exactly what happened to me. Like I mentioned in the previous podcast, I didn't know I was going around with a heavy heart. I just knew I wanted answers. And when I did ask the universe to provide answers, it meant that I was open and ready to receive new information. Now bear in mind, I was seeking for answers, and I pushed myself out of my comfort zone to receive it. And this is crucial if you are looking for growth. There is never something for nothing. You've got to be willing to give first. How it started for me is I received an email invitation to attend a Night to Reignite. And the trainer was Phil Black. And I remember I was debating going. And in the end, my girlfriend made me promise that I would go. Without her, I wouldn't have gone. Fulfilling the promise Act as a commitment. 
the universe pays attention to these feelings and helps you when you choose to commit to your growth. When I showed up that evening, because the group was small, Phil let go of his script, I think, and he said, we're going to do something more personal instead. And of course, he gave us a lot of explanation on other things, but the part I want to mention was the release part. And he asked us to write down what your year would be like a year from now. When the group was done, he said, okay, for this to work, you've got to release something. Write down what you want to let go. And he explained that if you don't let go of something, you will have the same thing as the previous years. Well, I've never been invited to a release party before, and this was new language to me. However, I looked at my paper and wrote what was in my heart. I release the resentment I'm holding toward my family for abandoning me with my skincare business. What I did not expect was to read it out loud to the group afterwards. And when I did so, at that moment, I start tearing up. I felt embarrassed. And I knew Phil saw me crying. I was really afraid of what he was going to say. The first thing he did is he acknowledged my tears. Then I felt like, oh my God, now I'm in trouble. I felt like that because he stopped talking for a moment and he really looked at me intensely. These few seconds for me felt like minutes and my brain was racing on what is going to happen next. And I was really afraid that he would tell me to go away and go into the bathroom and come back later or something like that. Instead of that, he went straight to my soul. He said, I can relate to your suffering. He said, I understand how it feels to feel abandoned. It is one of my greatest pain too. He said, just remember, you have two things here. You have abandonment and you have resentment. These are two big things. And he went to tell a story as to why he felt that way. What mattered most at that moment was not so much what he said, but it was the tone of his voice and the depth of understanding. I will never forget that experience because for the first time, I felt understood at a soul level. Phil took such a weight off my chest that this event turned my life around. It filled my heart with a new determined energy. Adding to my growth, I remember meeting Phil three months later. And as I went to see him and thanked him for his gift, he gave me another one. He asked me where I was with my business because he wanted to help me to promote my skincare on social media. And at that time, I was so embarrassed with my website. I said, oh no, I said, I, that's, I'm working on my website right now and it's not ready. It's just a mess. And he looked at me and he said, what are you waiting for, girl? The way he said those words, the tone he used made such an impact. I could tell in his heart that he believed in me. And he wanted me to be successful. And most importantly, that he cared. A day or so after meeting Phil, I woke up with these words, what are you waiting for? And it made me think of one goal that I had been putting off for a while, which was to lose weight. So I got up early that morning and during my exercise routine, a song of Celine Dion came on. It's a world to believe in. And the lyrics spoke to me. It went this way. And when I feel helpless, there's always a hope that shines through. 
and makes me believe because your love hears my soul once again. I can live, I can dream once again because you made me believe. This song, mixed with Phil's words, became such an anchor for me. From that point on, I knew I could achieve anything because Phil gave me the gift of believing in myself. And to honor you who wish to release something and yet don't feel quite ready, I'm dedicating this powerful song to you. What comes with releasing is allowing. All elites in this world, either performers or athletes, surround themselves with great coaches, trainers and mentors. And the reason is simple. You cannot see the instruction written on the box when you are in the box. Allowing to receive can be a priceless gift to yourself. However, if you wish to release any burden and you are not in a position right now to work with a coach or trainer, here is a process I suggest for you. Take some quiet time and allow yourself to feel that heavy feeling inside your body. The idea here is to release the pain. And in order to go there, you've got to be willing to go back to it and revisit the event. However, this time, instead of dwelling on the pain and the story of the event, shift your body and rise above the event. You look at it from the timeline, but above, as in you're looking down the event. This perspective will give you new insight on what took place. The key factor here is to ask yourself, what is the learning from this event? This is the key. Once you see your old story from a new perspective and understand that whoever hurt you didn't mean to, you can now release the old story. Allow for forgiveness and compassion to come into your heart and release any pain. Now, let's look at the power of releasing with a different perspective. Sometimes you have to release yourself from something that is no longer serving you, like letting go of a job that is no longer fulfilling you. Oftentimes, the signs are there, like drama will occur, your boss will give you a hard time. It comes a time where you just feel like it's time to go. However, I know that some people will resist this change because of fear of poverty. You think, what if I don't have a job that will give me as much money as what I'm getting now? And as I said before, fear will prevent you from enjoying your life if you let it happen. I say this because sometimes you've got to release the old job before finding a new one. A few years ago, I was discussing with a lady who was on disability after a work injury. She didn't receive much, but hold on to that security as if her life depended on it. She didn't dare going back to look for a job because she wasn't sure that she could bring more money home. So she chose to live on a small but secure amount, overtaking the risk to put her ask out there. Who knows, it could have brought her three times as much, but she will not know unless she goes out. This is the price to pay for life fulfillment. There are times in life where you don't see the result until much later. Take, for example, J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter's book. While she was writing her books, nobody gave her time of day, but she pursued her dream. Now, Universal Studio goes and knock at her door saying, 
We would like to create a theme park using your characters. She had to wait a long time to achieve her dreams of seeing her book being published. And I can just imagine how she felt when she found out that they wanted to use her book in a movie. I'm bringing this up because it takes courage to follow the course until completed. Sometimes it boils down to where it's more painful for you. Staying in an unfulfilled job or put up with the discomfort of not earning as much for a while. Only you can decide for yourself what is best. Sometimes the universe pushes you out of a job without your control. This can be the case if you get sick or suddenly you have to attend to a sick parent. Oftentimes those painful events are a blessing in disguise. The power of releasing does apply to relationship as well. Letting go of an unsupportive friend or a spouse is not for the faint of heart. There are times where you have to make difficult choices, like choosing to let go of someone you love very much because you know that that person is no longer supporting your goals. Releasing that relationship is very painful, yet necessary to create space for new relationships in your life. No two things can occupy the same place at the same time. And that is why if you keep holding on to what you have, you are not allowing space for new things to come in. So you stay in a status quo and you stagnate. On the next podcast, I will go into more detail with the power of releasing an old unsupportive belief. So stay tuned for more and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me at this email address, ask at nadiafleury.com. It's spelled A-S-K at N-A-D-I-A-F-L-E-U-R-Y dot com. 